Hi, and welcome to Ignite Your Influence podcast, episode 161. I'm recording this from my new apartment. So right now, as we talk about building influence, part of that whole process of being able to influence the people around you and being able to lead people in a way that they want to follow you You have to think about self-awareness. You have to think about your own place in the world and who you are and what you're doing and how you're showing up. And this goes for how you're showing up in your relationships and how you're showing up in your business and your professional life and your personal life and your health and your body and your business and where you live and all all of the things. (laughs) And I've been realizing that all of the things have kind of been out of alignment with where I want to be and who I want to be in this world and how I can show up in the most powerful way for the people that I'm trying to influence, um, for the people that I'm trying to inspire to be stronger and to do their best work and to show up as themselves for themselves. And my personal romantic relationship was out of alignment and my physical space was out of alignment and my business has been kind of out of alignment. I mean, I'm, I'm doing great things and I feel great about what I'm doing and they're not just right. And so it's so interesting how everything has kind of come to a point in my life where I've come to a crossroads of a ton of transitions. So from a business standpoint, I had a very, very, very busy and very lucrative September and October, and my November, December are dead. Like (laughs) a year ago, this would have completely freaked me out because I have as an entrepreneur and as somebody who, if I don't work, I don't make money. Like nobody's just going to give me a paycheck for PTO. This would have freaked me out, but I have set up systems and um, things that because I don't have a whole lot of work in November and December, it's okay because I banked a lot of the money that I made in September and October in those very busy, busy times. So I'm at a point where I can just kind of sit back and regroup and say, okay, what business do I want to take? What business do I really truly show up in the most powerful way. Because I know there's a lot that I did in September and October that was good. It was fine. It fulfilled what the people were paying for. And it wasn't totally aligned with where I wanted to be. It was stuff I can do, but not stuff I do super powerfully. And not stuff I feel really energy rich in. I don't feel like, yes, I get to do this, right? Which is the whole reason I left corporate to start my own business, okay? And the whole reason that on a daily basis, as an entrepreneur, I am terrified and elated. Like, being an entrepreneur is scary, scary stuff. (laughs) As I move into 2022 and move into rebranding this podcast to embrace to dancing in the discomfort zone. That's going to be the new title of it in 2022. Stay tuned for some amazing things that are coming. As I think about that, like being an entrepreneur, for those of you who are entrepreneurs out there or are thinking of making big changes in your life, it's scary, scary stuff. And at every moment you're like, uh, is this going to (laughs) work? Right? 
am I going to be eating ramen for the next month? Like at 48 years old, I'd prefer to never have to eat ramen again. I'd like to eat ramen because I like ramen and I do like ramen, especially if you put an egg in the boiling water at the end of the boiling process. But anyway, that's a totally different podcast. That's like a recipe podcast. Probably I'm not going to do that podcast. But anyway, I like in the past, if my business had been so slow as it is this November and December, I would have been freaking out and probably applying for jobs all over the country. But because I set systems in place and know there's an ebb and flow to my business and trust that the business is going to come and the right business is going to come, I'm able to relax and sit back because at the same time as all of this craziness in September, October from a business standpoint has ended, a romantic relationship that wasn't working so well has also ended. And so I've moved out of my old place with my partner from the past. And just to be clear, he is a fabulous human. We just aren't right together in a relationship. All right. And, and, and this was the hardest part about this breakup was recognizing that I love him as a human and being his girlfriend doesn't work for me. Think about that, right? He's a wonderful person. And in this transition to not being together anymore, it was really important for me to let him know that he's a great person. He's got phenomenal intentions. He's got a wonderful heart. He's an emotionally mature human being. He just isn't showing up for me the way I want my partner to show up for me. And it's funny because as I think about people in their relationships in the world, I know that there are a lot of people with a lot of bigger problems than I have. And I'm incredibly grateful to be able to leave a relationship that just isn't awesome. You know, it's good. It's fine. It's nice. It's just not awesome. And I want awesome. And as I think about all these transitions I'm making to leveling up my business, to really take advantage of my strengths, I'm also leveling up my romantic relationships to really feed me as a partner. I'm also leveling up my living space to be bright, to be open, to be airy, to be the way I want to live in my space because our space makes a big difference also in the way that we feel, right? I'm also thinking about this transition in terms of my health. Okay, during the pandemic, I'm super uncomfortable about the fact I gained a lot of weight because I was finding comfort in food, in alcohol, and not moving a whole lot, right? I went from running around airports and running around different cities all over the country to sitting on my butt (laughs) doing uh, tons of virtual presentations, which I'm super grateful for because I got the opportunity to very quickly move my business virtually and continue to make the money I was making before, which a lot of people didn't get. So I'm super grateful for that. But from a physical standpoint, I went from running around airports and all over the country to sitting in my office moving none. (laughs) So I have had to be very Now, as this transition is happening, be very intentional about what movement means to me, what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, what uh, all of those health things 
means to me and trying to do it in a very compassionate way, right? So this is the difference. It's easy to beat ourselves up about all the things we should be eating, shouldn't be eating, shouldn't be drinking. You know, it's easy to say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'm an idiot. I'm a fat cow. You know, all these things that we say to ourselves. And in this transition of leveling up my romantic life, leveling up my business life, leveling up my living space, I'm also leveling up my health. And the way I talk to myself, the way I fuel myself, both with food, with spirituality, with meditation, with yoga, with movement, with food, with, you know, liquids, (laughs) whatever liquids I'm taking in, right? So as I'm thinking about this entire just collision of transitions that I'm going through in my life, I'm trying to be very, very intentional about it. And the beauty is it's all kind of happening at once, which is super stressful. And it's also a great opportunity to align everything and to say, all right, you know what? I have a chance to rewrite all of the scripts that I've written for my health, for my business, for my living space, for my romantic partner, for my business, all of these, I think I already said business. I said it twice. It's important. I don't like eating ramen all the time. (laughs) But all of these agreements that I get to rewrite and in the flow of regular life, it's really hard sometimes to stop and say, wow, I need to interrupt what's happening here, the habits we have and change them. And I'm lucky in the fact that this is all colliding at the same time. And I have the opportunity to kind of rewrite everything. But it can be done, not in the massive (laughs) cataclysmic collision that my life is happening in right now, right? It's, It's actually possible to do it in a way that keeps some of the things going and you just rewrite the other things. And it just takes intentionality and it takes holding yourself accountable to a certain standard. And I literally wrote myself a manifesto, the Anne Bonnie Intentional Life Manifesto. And I made it super like formal. At first I was like, oh, Anne, that's, that's a little much, right? You're being a little extra. Like, do you really need to be extra right now? And I said, you know what? I do because I've never held myself and my life to this standard, to this degree of intentionality before. And I've always ended up in places where I'm not super happy. And so by making it this this formal document, like, dude, it's a spreadsheet. (laughs) I have a spreadsheet that has a column for business and a column for romance and a column for health and a column for living space and like a column for all, all of the things. And as I think about all of the areas that I want to find satisfaction and happiness and success and fulfillment, I filled them in to the spreadsheet. (laughs) And it makes me giggle that I have a spreadsheet, but it just seemed like the most easy way to put everything in alignment, like, and to, to line everything up and to find the true intentionality. And I love that word. Because it says, I'm not just going by my life by accident. I did that for a really, really long time. And honestly, it worked out okay. It worked out okay. 
But had I been more intentional about who I wanted to be with, what jobs I wanted to take, how I wanted to live my life, how I wanted to show up with my image, with my health, with my living space, I might have found fulfillment and happiness and satisfaction a whole lot longer ago. And what difference could I have made in the world had I found that fulfillment 10 years ago? But that's okay. I'm going to find where I am compassionately, okay? Tracy Hoth just put that last week. She said, start where you are compassionately. And so I'm starting where I am compassionately and saying, from here forward, where do I want to live? What do I want to look like? How do I want to feel? Who do I want to be with? What do I want my business to be? And by laying that out and having a clear picture of what I want that to be, I'm setting myself up for being able to hold myself accountable. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to stray from that manifesto. (laughs) On several occasions. I mean, I'm a, I'm a innovator personality style. I will improvise as life presents itself, right? There's going to be moments where I'm like, man, forget that. I'm going to eat the pizza. Or, you know, you're cute. Let's go out on a date, right? Or I like this gig. I'm going to do it for less money than, you know, I normally would. But by having the manifesto, I am intentionally choosing to stray from that manifesto saying, in this moment, I'm okay doing something different. But I know that that's the general standard I want to hold myself to. Or more importantly, in the moment, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? This doesn't fit with my manifesto. And I don't need to brag that to the world. I don't need to say, I'm sorry, you don't fit the characteristics of my romantic manifesto. Like, I don't don't need to do that because that's obnoxious, right? I'm not going to be that person. But I can say that to myself. And I can say, Anne, you know what? You've settled for this before and it didn't work out so good. And while this might feel good in this moment, it's going to feel kind of crappy a couple moments from now. And this isn't something you want to take part in. And by doing that, I'm living my life in a very intentional way. And I'm avoiding those moments where I'm like, oh, crap, I did it again, right? Because I've built the system around which I want to hold myself accountable. Originally, I was going to write this manifesto for my ex-partner to say, hey, if you want back in, here's what I need. But I thought about it and I'm like, that's obnoxious. That's egotistical. How about we write this for you? That you hold yourself accountable to this. This isn't for anybody else. This is for me. And by being intentional about the way that I show up, the way that I build my living space, the way that I feel, the way that I'm treated in romantic relationships, the way I'm feeling about my business on a day-to-day basis, I am able to show up in such a more powerful way in such a more confident way that I'm going to be able to build up the people around me. I'm going to be able to help them live to a higher standard, not in a like, you need to do better kind of way, but in a, here's what I'm doing. Maybe that'll work for you too. 
And so think about how you're showing up for you. Because ultimately, as we think about mental toughness, as we think about building intentionality, the way we show up for ourselves is more important because that's going to give us the calm. That's going to give us the confidence. That's going to give us the resilience and the fortitude to show up in an emotionally intelligent way with other people and ultimately inspire them to move their own lives to a higher level. So good luck, everybody. I recommend the, insert your name here, Life Intentional Manifesto. Like, write the damn document. Make a spreadsheet. It feels super dorky, I'm going to tell you. And it has felt really good to know, hey, you know what? I deserve this. And I'm going to hold myself to this standard. And because of that, I'm going to be able to show up better for my nieces who need to see a strong woman, for my nephew who deserves to see the possibility that he could have in his life if he deserves, if he decides that he wants to be with a woman, for my sister-in-law, for the people in my audiences, for my team that works with me to build my business, and ultimately maybe for that romantic partner so I can show up fully and give myself to them and bring out the best that they have to give. So good luck, everybody. I've got some amazing episodes coming up through the end of 2021. And then we rebrand to Dancing in the Discomfort Zone. I've already recorded a bunch of the episodes. We've got some amazing stuff coming to help you open your mind and think differently about the way that we show up in the world to get what we want, to build that fulfillment, to build that success by your definition of whatever success is. Because it takes discomfort. And believe me, my friends, I am uncomfortable as hell right now. Writing this manifesto has been like, what? Like, who are you? (laughs) But it's the only way I'm ever going to get what I want. And ultimately, nobody else is looking out for that but me. So go write your manifesto. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making Ignite Your Influence podcast a success. And I look forward to continuing this conversation and dancing in the discomfort zone with you so you can find that intentional, amazing life that you've always wanted. See you on the next episode. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.